0: Welcome,
1: everybody, to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Uh, Hannah, as we said last week... On the show we wanted to discuss the ultimatum have you finished watching it (laughs) i didn't finish it but i did
0: i did get through i think probably three episodes i found it insufferable so the reunion was the best okay everyone's saying that that's just like a um dumpster fire the reunion yeah but so I, i do i am gonna finish it okay but i i was finding it quite challenging to get through i found the whole premise um very flawed (laughs) quite flawed and to be honest with you I just think they all want to fame be famous like it's not about finding love um but I did get to that bit where and I was just like what the hell's going on where those two guys proposed yes like
1: yes and I was
0: like is this a joke like what is going on here and then that girl went crazy and said you've come on this show and now you're leaving like the whole point yeah and she just went off yeah um I think my favorite so far is Co- is it Colby? Yes, yeah, yeah I, I like I like him, and he's really mm-hmm. he really like loves that girl. Yeah, and she is not she's all. not keen
1: at all. she's not keen at all. Why at all? I'm gonna give a spoiler right now. Okay, so just skip past this if you're still watching it. Um, they end up getting married, and she's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that the
0: reunion yeah. episode?
1: She's pregnant at the reunion episode, yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Okay, so they did end up together. That's I wasn't yes. expecting that. But she was that. so off him. Like, even so from off. the start, so Does, off him. <laughs> okay, can I ask a question? Because I've only just got to them, like, moving in with their, like, yeah. the person that they're moving in with for three weeks.
1: Do they have sex with each other? Uh, I don't think any of them fully do, but they experiment, I think. It's not really spoken about, though. That's very much fluffed Because they're sleeping like, in the same know. beds. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just wondering, if does something that.
0: happen? Mm. Um, I guess, do you know what I thought? I really thought this show was like a normalization of polyamory or ethical non Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yes. That was, I mean, it, it could like, be taken that was way like for sure.
0: Ethical nonmonogamy comes to Netflix. That's what it felt yeah. like because they were like, it was kind of like a non-sexual orgy when they all sat around yeah and like, all like it yes, was, kind it of was a bit, wasn't it yeah it was, it was or a swingers party actually it's probably better yeah. it's more like a swingers yep.
1: party so anyway you know what I couldn't get my head around um yeah. that you know the the guy who pro- proposed to the blonde woman yeah um how is that man 28 he looks 49 <laughs> how is that <laughs> man younger than me I will the, never understand.
0: The other thing that I really couldn't believe was like all these 24-year-olds like, yeah. like laying down ultimatums. It's yes.
1: Like, babe, I want to be married. <laughs> like, like what? chill. Like, are you joking? So that's our wrap-up on the ultimatum, everyone. If you have any further comments, leave them in the Facebook group. We can always, you know, have a chat on there.
0: So, what's on today's episode, Joe?
1: Uh, so today we are fittingly talking about post-COVID for you. What products can help with a very red nose after you've had a cold or flu or COVID and you've been blowing it a lot? Everyone's been there before with that red, irritated nose. So we're going to be talking about what products you can use to help alleviate that. We're also talking to celeb hairstylist Larry King, and of course, our products we didn't know we needed. Uh, so Hannah, you had COVID in Thailand right before you were about to leave. The worst timing ever. You're very unwell. Very I unwell. imagine you would have been very familiar with this feeling of overblowing your nose where the sides get really red and raw yeah. and it's really yeah. sore and irritated and everything you put Scabby. on your skin I
0: didn't get that I didn't get that this time, but I have had colds before where I get scabs around the Yes. Yeah. Scabby and flaky. Yeah. 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 You can't
1: put makeup on because it just like doesn't sit Mm. right. So um, that rubbing and the friction from blowing your nose is what really disrupts your skin's barrier when you're sick. And of course it doesn't help that you're also sick. So your immune system is kind of in overdrive trying to make you better. So your skin is probably the last thing your immune system's thinking about. Um, So it can cause a little bit of contact dermatitis on the area and that often results in that redness or flaking or sensitivity of the area. I know that when whenever that happens to me, any products I put on my skin just sting my nose. Mm-hmm. But also you can't really do anything about it because you need to blow your nose. So it's not like you can stop the thing that's causing the issue because you, you need to blow your nose, you can't just walk around with runny nose. Can I just quickly say that I've actually,
0: when that's happened to me and it's been, I actually just roll up a tissue, stick it up my nose yes. and be done with
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or a little... <laughs> <laughs> Little tampon up there, yeah. Or work. the other
0: thing is, um, have a sh- hot shower and that really yeah, opens get and it then all just, out. Uh, and then
1: and then just blow it all out and get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a stage where I was using like nasal sprays when I was sick, and that just makes you. Have you ever had this happen on a plane as well? And you can just feel like air going into your brain. Yeah, Like it's almost like you can't tolerate breathing.
0: Yes. It's too
1: clear. It's too
0: much. It clears it too much. I thought I was the only one. I had actually, um, because I I had so much mucus um, when I had COVID, I was looking online about getting like a cough suppressant, like, post after I was negative I wanted to get like a cough suppressant because the only like the symptom that really lingered was the cough yeah and um it does say that that I think I read online like you meant to get that stuff out of your body.
1: Yes, yeah, and that's the you same. Are.
0: Yeah, like the whole point is to get the mucus and stuff. It's mm. trying to like expel it.
1: So I yeah. just
0: sort of left it.
1: Yeah, I uh, I don't use nasal, nasal sprays anymore. But it's so frustrating when you lay down to go to sleep and well, your nose is really the, blocked. It's like the
0: only reason I use them is because I get si- such bad sinus headaches. Oh like, yes, horrific. Of yeah, so I um, use it for that really.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought it was the only one that felt like air was going to my brain, so it makes me feel a lot better that I'm not alone. It's a good way to describe it. (laughs) It's, like, sharp.
0: (laughs) It's just too clear. Your nose isn't meant – it was like when we got our noses waxed.
1: Yeah. And we felt, like, Like like naked inside. Naked. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so I would say if you are sick, try and spend on some nice tissues, like get the Kleenex that are really, really soft – I personally would probably say to avoid the ones with eucalyptus and stuff in there because if your barrier is impaired and there's like remnants of oils like that, essential oils and things, I feel like that could be more irritating. So I'd say just go for the plain tissue, the really soft ones, and you might cause less irritation. But in the instance where it's already happened, you're already very red, raw, sore, I've got a few products that I feel like can really help and I've used these very recently when I overdid it on retinol and I'm going to talk about that later. Um, But my key products to use, and Hannah, I don't know if you had any on hand or you've had go-tos when you've been sick before, but mine are the Alpha H Vitamin E with Ceramide Complex. That is just such an underrated serum. If you haven't tried that and you're like all about the, the A's, B's and C's, Please try mm. the E. It's just such a nice mm. serum. I was talking to Shanti about it the other day. She also loves it too. Also good for scar.
0: I'd say that would be good for scar. Yeah.
1: So the Ceramide Complex in there mixed with the vitamin A, amazing for um, repairing a barrier. So mm. I would suggest this for anyone who tends to get sensitized or overdoes it on the actives quite regularly. Um, the other serum as well that I like to have on rotation is the La Roche-Posay Dermalogo. I know you love that mm, one I as love well. that one. Oh, yeah, that is a lifesaver when your skin yep. is just not, because I, I feel like I'm missing out a little bit when I have to pull yep. back on my products. And I like that I can still have two serums and then I can have like a occlusive moisturizer over the top. So I do like to be able to use those two in conjunction with each other. Um, again, that's really good for barrier repair and just soothing the skin as well. Uh, The other one, which is a no-brainer, the Laurage-Posay Ciccaplast B5 Balm, that Mm -hmm. is great for keeping everything in. Mm -hmm. You want to try and avoid transepidermal water loss when your barrier is impaired because you will be prone to dehydration. So having a really thick, occlusive moisturizer like a balm uh, can really help in that instance. Another one that's similar to that is the Avene Sickle which I know we laughed about on one episode because of the way Aussies pronounce it. (laughs) Um, But that is very similar to the Cicloplast, I would say. It's probably a nicer texture if you want to use it regularly. The um, Cicloplast is very thick and creamy Mm. and it's quite hard to actually get to sit and blend into the skin, I would say. Um, But the Cicloplast is just a little bit more, I don't know, she moves around a little bit more. So, mm. if you prefer a moisturizer like that or you have oilier skin, that one might be better for you. And then the other ones I would say is the Mesoesthetic um, Melon Recovery, which I spoke about recently, and the Fast Skin Repair. Fast Skin Repair is so nice. I, I really do think Mesoesthetic is an underrated brand, like Same. in the industry I... as a whole. It really does have some amazing products.
0: The Fast Skin Repair is Incredible. So, Isn't like it? when I was getting skin needling mm. and chemical peels, yeah, that is like my go-to. It's such a good product.
1: Yeah, all of these products I would say amazing for post-procedure when you've overdone it on the actives, when you've got a cold, any of these times where your skin is just not in a good state, mm. this is what you should have in your repertoire. Is there anything else that you have, Hannah, that you rely on? That Murad um balm, I oh used God, a bit no, as well. That's- What's that intense recovery balm? I intense think?
0: recovery balm. That's probably my. I've spoken about about that a lot. That's my yeah. favorite. It's yeah. it's it's expensive, but it's a it's a big. Um, it lasts. It's a big tub. You yeah. On, you yeah. only need a tiny little bit because it's just so hydrating. Yeah. But- I would probably I've gone through two jars of yeah. that. Um You liked the elixir from Murad as well for Oof, love that. Yeah. I haven't used that in ages. I know like, neither. The, I
1: finished it I don't have another one. I went through two
0: or three of those as well. Yeah. I that's would a say Murad. The reason I like Murad for um is because I find their products work, but they're not like overly
1: irritating. Yes. Or they're not irritating yeah. at all, actually. Agree. Agree. Um, so yeah, that's our tips for keeping your nose in a good place, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, great for any, if you've overdone it on the actives and your skin is just not behaving or post-procedure, I'm about to go and have Clear and Brilliant laser today. Um, Yeah, second session. So I will be using all of these products and we're going to talk about that treatment as well on a future episode. I just need to get through the whole process first. Mm -hmm. I might try and record some of it um, even though you you won't be able to see it but I'll record some of it so that we can use that on the episode. But yeah, I'll chat to Rachel. She's the best. If you haven't been to James Vivian and you haven't (laughs) met Rachel, she's just the funniest (laughs) ever. Our next guest today is the founder of one of the latest hair care brands to launch at Adore Beauty. His clients include Jared Leto, Gigi Hadid, and Chris Hemsworth. Larry King joins us from the UK to tell us about his brand Larry King Haircare and of course his celebrity clientele. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi guys, thanks so much for having me.
1: Thank you for being up so early in the morning. Larry's joining us in the UK, (laughs) it's like 7am over there Um, and yes, he's very gracefully gotten up quite early. So Larry, you've launched your own salon, Hair Care Range, you've worked with some of the most notable celebrities. I think the other day you were working with Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Can you tell us about your journey to success in hair care?
2: I suppose it started like years ago um, when I sort of was working in a salon in London and I started getting asked to do a lot of shoots with a lot of the models. Um, I used to get asked by a select model agency to just cut a lot of the model's hair because they liked the way I used to cut hair and then slowly but surely that transitioned from cutting their hair to starting working with them in, in modelling. Yeah I just started to do more shoots and then more magazines and stuff like that kept asking me to work on their shoots, so basically that I that would work with them once, and then it would sort of you know it would ca- they'd carry on, they'd contact me again, and say could you do this shoot with me this shoot, so it started building up slowly from there, and um, I started getting quite busy, and then I worked, I kind of needed an agent, so I approached um, it's a world renowned hair agency called Streeters. And I joined Streeters and then kind of from there it just, yeah, that's where it went, went really quite big.
0: Um, you actually work with um, a lot of celebrity clients, as we mentioned, but can we first talk about two of your male clients, Tom Holland and Jared Leto? How do your male clients' needs differ to your female clients? And please tell us how Jared Leto gets shinier hair than all of us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I go about it no, no differently when I'm, I'm doing men's and women's hair. Um, I think it's just, you know, I approach it exactly the same. I mean, both the guys are great. um, I've got a great, great relationship with Tom. He's the loveliest guy in the world. I've also got a great relationship with Jared. I've just worked with him for a good six weeks nonstop. Um... He has do, does have absolutely incredible hair. <laughs> Funny enough, when i done it once recently, I literally got bombarded by a lot of women saying, this is exactly how I want mine. <laughs> it was the trend.
0: With his, because he does, he wears, I find with him he does, maybe this is more the Met Gala because I've seen him on the Met Gala every year. He does hair accessories, which I love.
2: I think he might have wearing hair accessories this week uh, t- or two days ago. Yeah. He definitely had a little hair clipping um both of them did yeah i think he may have he definitely added extensions because his Mm. hair was a lot longer than it was two Mm. weeks ago so they don't he added hair extensions to make them both look the same but generally i think he i mean he doesn't have extensions his hair is pretty much exactly how it has been for the last month it's around about below the shoulder length and stuff like that
1: so, staying on the celebrity topic, I want to know who your first celebrity client was and who your longest-standing celebrity client is.
2: Wow. Uh, I would say the first one was David Gandy, the male model, the big like, sort of male supermodel. Um, he's probably, he, I mean, he's my best mate as well as a long-standing client. So, he's probably definitely the, the, the first one. Uh, also Poppy Delavine, I've done for a long, long time. I've got a great relationship mm-hmm. with Poppy Delavine as well. You know, we've worked together for years and years and years and years. So between the two of David and Poppy have both been um, my longest standing two clients.
0: Um, so we're hearing more and more about skinification of hair. What are your tips for maintaining happy and healthy hair and what key ingredients should we be looking for or not looking for in our products? I
2: think the skinification of hair is very much um, you know, for me, anyway, it's about, you know, it's the transition from, you know, skincare to haircare and the fact that how you apply, you look at your skincare and and it kind of haircare goes along beside it. Um, I brought out a thing called the wash cycle, which is three shampoos and my liquid hairbrush. And the idea with the, th- the wash cycle was purely was kind of how you look at your skincare to how you look at your, sh- how you come to wash your hair. So it's very much a case of, you know, looking at it like it's a, you know, a cleanser, a primer and a mask. And so, you know, through the week, you might use a cleanser at the weekend, you know, you cleanse all the impurities out of your skin. So at the time you would use my City Life shampoo. So if you'd been out on a night out, had some impurities or been to the gym or stuff like that, then it would be a case of you using the City Life and then maybe halfway through the week, you might put a mask on your face. So again, you would use the Good Life, and that would really replenish all the goodness back into your hair. Do you know what I mean? And give you a lot of uh, nourishment to your your hair and condition it well. And then um, the final one would be a primer. So it'd be a primer where you, you know where you're you're basically you're getting ready for your night out. So you prime your face. Well, my social life. Would would be this, the social shampoo would be the one that really gives you that boom to your blow dryer, really boosts it up and stuff like that. So yeah, so it's kind of like following the path of how you would look at your skincare over the week, to the same as the shampoos. Uh, we have pea proteins, a vitamin B five, things like this um, that are really you know a lot of different vitamins go into our shampoos and stuff like that, and different ingredients to make it a lot more. Natural on your on your hair, and if some of the product, ingredients that are actually built within our shampoos are are derived from skincare products as well.
1: Awesome! Apart from being recyclable, uh, the cartons of the packaging of Larry King Haircare <laughs> can apparently sprout flowers. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, we we, we launched the range basically for it to be very uh, sustainable. You know, that was a really really crucial part for us. We, you know, all of the all of the cartons, all of the packaging is made from FSC cardboard, which basically just in water just turns to look like at mush and just disintegrates. Um, majority of the bottles are either glass or aluminium. There's no, we we've kept plastic to a very bare bare minimum. I think because you know, as much as you know, plastic is obviously a lot of it can be um, recyclable. If it only is recyclable, if you do actually get it into the recycling bin. Otherwise, it would go to landfill and it would just stay there. So, um, for me, they were crucial. Um, Yeah, when we first launched our first three, we we kind of created a little fake bottom in each box and put a little pack of seeds called Forget Me Not. So, if the box does blow off out of your bin and it blows into a field. It will, as I said, the cardboard will turn to mush and forget-me-nots will grow.
0: Nice. And for those who have never tried anything from Larry King Hair Care before, which product would you recommend they try? What's the holy grail?
2: The Social Life <laughs> Cream for me is our hero. Um, it comes it comes in two forms. You, get, you can get the big, bigger tube, which is the 80ml, or you can get the 30ml that comes with the little flyaway set. Uh, I think the flyaway set is quite an incredible little set that's gone mm. wild. And it's become a massive, huge hit. Um, it's just—it's like a uh, British Vogue actually classed it last month as it's, it's like having your own hairdresser in your handbag.
1: Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what the Flyaway kit is, it has like a, a cream based product and it's also got a little toothbrush in there. So I always use a toothbrush to slick my hair back.
2: Yeah, uh, so exactly if any of you want
1: to try and recreate that look, uh, that's definitely a little kit to have.
2: Yeah, it's, it's an incredible little kit. It works really well. The cream works really well with it because it doesn't leave your head feeling oily or greasy so you can kind of apply it onto your parting or around your hairline and stuff like that and it's mm. not it just absorbs into the hair and gives you control um it all came about from my wife's watching me and my team doing shows during fashion week and she would picked up at different shows that I'd done and seen us working like it and she thought hang on we could kind of work create something off this so that was good and then I would also say the volumizing hair mist is a really nice entry point because it's just very light it's it's a product that the first three products that I launched was all about them being able to interuse them between the two so you can create multiple different styles it wasn't you know in Australia I think it really lends itself because Uh, people wear their hair very natural, they embrace their natural texture a lot more, you know, especially if they're by the beach or, you know, in the hot weather. So I think my volumizing hair mist lends itself to that so that you can blow dry in, create a nice blow dry, get a nice gentle hold to the blow dry. But the following day, if you want to go in and refresh on dry hair, you can spray it on to kind of create more texture and separation, or you could actually spray it onto dry hair and then blow dry with a brush and it will feel like you've got nothing in the hair. So it's quite a good sort of a flexible product
1: yeah now Hannah and I have just finished uh reviewing all the Met Gala looks and I wondered if you Ah. had any experiences with celebs where it's all gone wrong and you've just gone I don't know what's happened here (laughs) have you ever had an experience like that where you've just gone oh this just hasn't worked out how I thought it was going to
2: no, I don't really. Um, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I actually haven't. Yeah, I actually haven't. Um, it's the same as doing a shows. You have to work with the person and listen to what they want. You have to... There's a very big difference between all of session world... In the session world. You know, if you're doing a shoot for a magazine, you'll create the look. It doesn't matter what's going in on the... You know, if that image is being captured from that... Through the lens on that one side... It doesn't matter what's going on on the other side. You could have 100 clips in it, but you're not going to see yeah. that. Whereby, if you're doing like a show, you'll have to work with the designer. And do you know what I mean? And really work closely with the designer to create the look that's going to go on the show. And really, mm-hmm. you know, adapt with them and work with them on that. And then, again, if you're doing red carpet, it's something that's going to be working with that individual. They tend to like to look majority of the time they tend to look to look like themselves the best of themselves because a red carpet's quite intimidating you've got you know maybe a 50 a 100 photographers all taking photos of you they need to feel really confident so for me these different factors in different in the different settings really count uh i think when you look at the met ball i think a lot of them were were really incredible i thought Kai gerber had absolutely beautiful hair i think you know you know it's you know, if you look at Kim Kardashian, you know, Chris made it very simple uh, and very sleek but very classic and elegant, you know. So I think for me, you know, these factors were very crucial and and they're they're the ways that you really should go about doing red carpet hair and stuff like that.
1: Awesome. Well, you can shop Larry King Hair Care now at Adore Beauty. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
2: Thank you so much, girls. Thanks for having me.
0: Product, we didn't know we needed. So I have um we were talk I'm gonna show you Joe. We were talking about this with um on the Korean beauty episode yes, with Sam. She labo. spoke about the harder Labo lotion number one it's a super hydrator it's called super hyaluronic acid this isn't actually the product that i'm going to be recommending but i did actually use this underneath because um it okay let me just get onto the product i didn't know i needed it's <laughs> the Hardo Labo skin plumping gel so it's a day and night um gel and basically it does say like um use in conjunction with the super hydrator i love how it says japan's number one skincare line that really sold me when I saw that on the bottle. Yeah, well, we're the exclusive um, retailer in Australia. Ah. You can't get it anywhere else in Australia. All right. Well, um, basically, this has got their um, trademarked super hyaluronic acid. Basically, that's a new generation of hyaluronic acid. It was created in Japanese labs, um, so it's a highly advanced compound with three forms of hyaluronic acid. I basically used the hydrator first. I, to be honest, I liked it, but it's quite a thin texture, so it's it's almost like a an essence. I would say. Mm-hmm. I think it is an. I think it is an essence it's a lotion. So I put that on first. And I guess for me, when I like to get instant plumping effects. And so Mm. then I used the, um, skin plumping gel over the top. And because I also have oily skin, a gel is like perfect for my skin. Um, but sometimes gels like aren't as hydrating as like a thick cream. We know you
1: love a very thick moisturizer. Uh,
0: (laughs) So this is actually incredible. Like Okay, I've got it on now and I just think my skin is just awake. Like it's just come It's very alive. glowy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I love an instant glow because I've been yeah. using the Dermalogica um, Vitamin C. What was that one called? Oh, the Biolumin C gel. Yes. So I've been using that. I ran out, but now I'm using this. <laughs> and... um. I would say it's got like a, it's a gel, it's obviously a gel consistency, but it's really hydrating without like any heaviness. So I think that's because because of that hyaluronic acid, um, you just get like instant plumping. And I would definitely use this prep to prep my skin, um, before makeup because it's gel perfect for my skin. And yeah, I love it. I put it on and I was like, Oh, I know I love this. Okay. I just so instantly... I'm going to try it
1: tonight then. Cause I've been, yeah, yeah I've just been trying other stuff. It's, it's only 35 95 as well, which, yeah. um, bargain is
0: a lot. Like I, I would say that's, pretty affordable mm. for um, a hyaluronic acid gel moisturizer. Yeah. So I am loving it. And um, I guess you could also try the super hyaluronic acid, the lotion. Um, I use those together.
1: What's yours? Uh, so mine today is the menensi Australian Clay Mask Skin Revival Set. Uh, now I've used these on myself. You get nine little tubs of like clay mask and they mm-hmm. all are something different so they're in this little um, set it's like it opens up and you've got nine little masks so tiny little tubs and it comes mm-hmm. with a mask applicator as well it looks like a foundation like a- brush
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I love um, so
1: it's got a hydrating mask in there it's got a deep cleansing mask it's got a rejuvenating mask and it's got a brightening mask mm-hmm. so there's I think two of each. Would it be two masks each? <laughs> How many is in there? Sorry. Say it again. No. Keep this in. No, th- okay. So there's, uh, there's, <laughs> there's three of the hydrating mask and then two okay. of each of the others. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Good. We got there.
1: Um, so I've been using this when I've been doing facials on my friends and family nice. uh, because I can get more out of it. Like I can get two treatments out of one tub because mm-hmm. it's very generous. Like I'd, I think they're nine mils in the little Mm -hmm. tub, so you can probably get two uses out of it, but you peel back the little foil cover, so it's not really reusable, hence me kind of doing two at the same time, but yeah, really, really nice products, and everyone I've used this on has been like, oh my God, my skin looks so good, and like hydrated Mm -hmm. after this, even with the deep cleansing ones, um, it just, yeah, it looks even, hydrated, plump, so yeah, they've all got different ingredients, so I won't go through all of those. But, um, yeah, definitely really liking this. And I think it's a, a really nice set. Like, I was almost thinking for a bridal party, like if you wanted to do masks mm, something the night before. Nice. You've got yep. the little brush included. You can all do masks together. So, yeah, I thought that would be a nice little thing and great for a gift as well. That's mine. Nice. Um, speaking of Menense, uh I have the Menense body wash in my shower and I absolutely love it. And it ran out the other day, oh. and there was a there was and a guest used my shower and said, oh, ah. "Where's the where's the nice body wash?"
0: Oh my god! Um, and then
1: said I had to use the one that looks like glue, which is the Juliet has a gun, <laughs> not a body wash,
0: is it called? Not. A- I would never let a boy use my Juliet has a gun. Not a, not a, not it's a just not in a there. Like it's just
1: in my shower. Yeah, not a shower gel. Oh, I, I just leave whatever in there. I've got the All one in there as well. I just rotate between them. But I love the Menensi one. I've See, got if it was me,
0: after. I would have like palm olive, like honey and milk, like, um, <laughs> cl- um, body wash, and I'd have like it, his name written on there, and say like only use this. And, like, not allowed to use my Juliet has a gun or my Minensi. Like, that's for me. They don't appreciate that sort of thing.
1: Oh, but I felt like he did appreciate it. So I thought, oh. Yeah, you can use that if you want. And then it's going to smell like jasmine and flowers. Exactly, exactly.
0: I actually, to be honest, the Juliet has a gum would be perfect for a man because it's got like such a – if they're then using um, cologne after, it's a really good base Yeah, the the cologne. Yeah, Yeah. it did
1: smell nice. So Mm. um, anyway, I put the Menensi one back in my shower. So I do really like that brand. They've got some really nice products. But speaking of impaired barriers – as we were before. I recently overdid it on retinol. I, mm-hmm. I underestimated a product, which I shouldn't have done. And I just used it every night. I thought, oh, this is just a moisturizer. Can't be doing that much. And then mm-hmm. next minute my skin was peeling off in the shower. Mm. Um, so I had I was on holidays and I was going to see Talia and we were gonna do like little makeup play date. And then I got there, and I was like, "Look, I'm really sorry, but my skin is literally peeling off. I don't know mm. what to do. Um, I don't know if this makeup's going to look completely f***ed or not, but we can give it a crack. Like, it'll be fine. Just, just power through. So, all cream products, very minimal powder. Uh, we got there in the end, but then the the peeling really, you know, amped up after that. And for probably a week, I was just mm. using those products that I mentioned earlier in the episode." because I couldn't use anything else because I didn't want to freak my barrier out. But it actually, you know what, I really think my barrier was quite strong in that instance. And as someone with Mm. rosacea, that's not quite a typical thing. So I've really built up its strength over the last few years. Um, And even with it peeling off, she bounced back straight away. So yeah, we're back on the trialing bandwagon. To be
0: honest with you, because I've had so many issues, like I've had so many times where I've overdone it and I've mm. got and the, the problem with overdoing it is that your skin can take four weeks yeah to recover. I think because I then, never do it she just yeah she let me have
1: a little pass this she time. just let you
0: have one but yeah I've done it where you literally anytime you put any active ingredient on your skin it burns and yeah. so I've been in that situation and so now I'm like ultra careful yes. and I like only a few times like maybe like two times a week two three times a week I do not use retinol more yeah. than like maybe twice a week but That's because I've just been through it. And I actually – we did that episode, I think it was on Glass Skin. Yeah. That guest had said like – it's all about hydration and the skin barrier. And yes. I really like took that in. Mm-hmm. And I really now focus like so much on hydration and skin barrier.
1: A lot of my routine is just hydration. Mm. Like that is a lot of my Mine routine. Mine is too now. Yeah, I'm not really huge on resurfacing. Like obviously I use chemical exfoliants and retinols and stuff like that, but not. I don't overuse them. So this was a bit off-brand for me. Um, yeah. But never underestimate a retinol, I would say. Mm. Just don't underestimate it. They can really surprise you. I think that they
0: it, it can sensitize your skin to the point that you actually can't use it again yes. for another month. So you may yeah. as well just start on once a week Yeah, and then maybe twice a week or and you and definitely using a, a retinol that's not like i've used retinols that were super
1: strength yeah and it just completely stuffed up my skin yeah so, it's not the, way, it's, to it's not the way to go start low don't think that you can start at the highest and that's going to get you the best results because it's not it just doesn't doesn't it doesn't work
0: it, doesn't work. it yeah. actually like hurts
1: yeah <laughs> anyway that was my recent experience so okay. the experts can f- it up too yeah <laughs>